a new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. How do we create our reality? Like, how do we accomplish a goal? Why do we seemingly achieve some goals easily and others take longer or we abandon them altogether? So as many of you know, I'm fascinated with the concept of time and how as humans, we believe it's linear. But the more time you spend in the world of woo, right, many of the, um, true woo-woo gurus, that's not easy to say, um, will tell you that time does not exist, at least not in a linear fashion anyway. And this concept is probably the most difficult for us mere mortals to wrap our brains around, right? And I'm not going to ask you to fully grasp this concept here today, but I am going to offer up the possibility of this concept as real. In fact, I'm not even sure if it's possible as a human to fully understand, but we do have the ability to at least conceptualize the possibility of it. So what does time have to do with your goals other than it binds them, right? We always say if you follow the concept of SMART goals, which I don't really believe in, but just for this purpose, time, right? The T is that it has to be time bound. So most likely when you set a goal, it requires you to do something differently or become someone other than what or who you've been in the past. And I'm air quoting past, right? Because past indicates Um, the linearness of time. It's our ability to choose this probability consistently in the now, right? The present moment that allows it to actualize. So let's say I set a goal to lose 10 pounds in um, April or whatever, right? So I have my time boundness there. It's my ability to choose that goal and choose being the person who has lost 10 pounds consistently enough over that 30-day period in order for it to actualize. 
Hope that makes sense, right? The key is to choose from the list of probabilities, the one that you want to create versus the one that you don't. So I like to write out five possibilities for any thought or any goal that I'm presently experiencing, right? And as I focus on the concept of time not being linear, right, believing that everything is happening in the now, I write out five options. Two are on the negative side, right? And they come from past experiences, past memories of me failing perhaps on the exact same goal or something very similar or just in general, right? So I give myself two options there. Then I create a neutral um, concept of what it might be like just from a neutral standpoint and consider this kind of like the center point. If you think about like a teeter-totter, maybe that's your center point is the neutral version. And then I create two positive probabilities from a future version of me, a future self-concept that because I'm a human, I believe hasn't happened yet, and but it's it could happen, right? And I tell myself that each of these is available now. So with these five concepts, like if I give you an example of the let's lose 10 pounds in 30 days, right? My center point is I don't lose anything, right? I just stay exactly who I am, what I am. Everything is the same on April 30th as it was on April 1st, right? That's a possibility. So if I look at the two negatives, um, those possibilities could be that I gain two pounds or I gain five pounds or something, you know, however you want to envision it, something negative happens based on past memories being um, me bringing those into the present, right? Because they are like past memories are or can be, especially if we're looking for something that has gone wrong or something that we believe is currently going wrong and we search for why all we're going to be given is the negative supporting connotations or context. And then it comes into the now because that's all we have is the present moment and becomes our reality once again. That's how we create those loops of um, repeating self-sabotage patterns or failure patterns or like any of that is because that's what we're searching for as evidence to support the thought we're having instead of searching for evidence of what we want to create, right? We our resistance to it, right? Or our fear that we can't do it makes our brain go backwards in a linear fashion to find evidence to support that. What we don't really 
understand that's possible for us is that all of the future versions of ourselves and even like I want to look at when you're on social media and you see someone who has something that you don't, but you want it desperately. You want that lifestyle or you want that client base or you wish you were that type of marketer or good salesperson or whatever. When you're seeing those that in other people, it means that it's on that probable side of the teeter-totter available for you to choose. And if you can really grasp the concept of time not being linear and everything happening in the present, you know that that is going to happen for some version of you. It's just whether or not you decide that it's this version of you, right? The one in this present reality that decides, hey, I'm going to step into that version right now and bring it right back to center, right? So if you think about if it was an equal, um, if it was a teeter-totter, right, each side is equal, it's just as easy to bring something from the past to your neutral point as it is something from the future calling it in to your your neutral point, right? We tend to think that the past is easier and quicker to obtain than the future because our brains cannot process the fact that those future probabilities are actually happening now, right? That they are memories that we believe haven't happened versus memories that we believe have happened. They're just memories, right? That's that neutral point. They're memories and remembrances on both sides of that pivot point that we get to call on right now. So I just went way off of my notes. I don't know where I am, but um, when when we think about the negative ones, right, they're like a remembering of a traumatic event or a failure from the past and bringing it into the now causes the vibration in our body to happen all over again as if it was happening now. And most of us can understand that concept. The same is available for the future, right? For future memories, we can pull them into the present and feel the emotion of them and take action from them, basically hypnotizing ourselves into a future remembrance of who we are, right? When we, even when we live in the past, we're hypnotizing ourselves to that negative um, belief over and over and over. When we're trying to create a new self-concept, we just have to hypnotize ourselves to a future memory and allow that to play out over and over and over, right? And to take this like one step further, each of these probabilities is going to play out in the whatever plane of existence, right? 
it's on regardless of which one you choose. So in my mind, I always want to choose from neutral to the positive side of the teeter-totter so that I can get to the experience, um, get, get to experience that probability as a reality in this life that I have. But I will admit, like where I am most often or where I most often get tripped up is in believing that I have to stay in this constant state of a future me for every moment of every day until the deadline of the goal uh, arrives, right? And then it becomes so pressurized, right, that 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 pressure becomes unbearable and counterproductive to actually achieving the outcome. This is what you'll hear us refer to as attachment, right? We get so fixated on trying to not think negatively, right? Stay in that positive future version of ourselves that we actually um, do the opposite, right? It becomes very graspy and needy. And what we're really doing is reinforcing the fact that we don't have it instead of taking action from a place where we actually do have it. So like in our 10 pound goal, an action that I could be taking is meal planning, meal prep, right? I know that I will stay on track. I will do better if I don't have to figure out what I'm going to eat in the moment and it's already pre-planned. So just taking that simple action of uh, meal prepping for the week, maybe on Sunday, is enough to reinforce the belief that I have lost the 10 pounds. Because in reality, it takes very little effort to achieve our goals. Simply visualizing or remembering yourself already having achieved the goal, experiencing the emotions of someone who's already achieved it, just for five minutes a day, And then taking one action in good faith, as if it's already here, will actualize it faster than you can even fathom. The ease at which we create our reality is all predicated on our ability to flow, right? Our ability to allow for the unexpected and the unpredictable or unpredictability of life. Just as we talked about last week, right? The surrender and submission to the journey. There's no need to constantly battle your brain to obtain complete and utter focus when all that is required is short bursts over a consistent time frame. And that time frame is relative because it can happen and it will happen in an instant when your mind is focused on it. But the more we fight it, the more we call um, our failures into the now. So two things that I want you to take away from this is, number one, time is not linear and all things happen in the present. You create your future in the present. You create your past 
in the present. And you can recreate either one of them anytime you want. And in fact, like if you've ever read any of the Seth material, he states the present is the point of power. When we get mired in the past or worried about the future, we are not in a state of power. We are only in our power when we're in the present moment. Hence, Seth's statement, the present is the point of power. The second thing is all probabilities of any thought, any um, self-concept that you could imagine are being played out one way or another. You get to choose the one that you actualize by focusing your attention on it and then taking a good faith step towards it. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And if you um, give it a shot, I'd love to hear what your experience of it is. So message me or find me on social and let me know what you think about this concept and how it could or is playing out when you give it a shot. And all the links to my socials or how to get in touch with me are in the actual show notes. And as always, we'll be applying this concept all week long inside the Inner Power Portal text membership. And I would love to have you join us. Are you coming? If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at ipp.innerleadership.com. Dot com.